Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode number 18. As a former classroom teacher, now homeschooling mom of five, I love to equip and encourage other homeschool families. So stick around to learn how to homeschool with Moxie. It's about embracing your journey and finding your groove. This episode is brought to you by my eBay reseller mini course for teens. Do you have some teenagers in your house that need to do a good declutter of their personal space? Maybe they have lots of used technology, video games, books, clothing, board games, you name it, and they just need to declutter, sell it, and make a little profit. This is going to motivate them to find more stuff to resell. Maybe you can get to some yard sales and thrift stores, or maybe you have friends and relatives that want to declutter and your kids can make a profit by doing it. So my eBay reseller mini course for teens is all about this process. I take them through decluttering their own space, then how to research on eBay, what stuff is worth, how to list it on eBay. It's all there for you in six modules and it's at a great low price. So check out my eBay reseller mini course for teens. It's at 41more.com forward slash eBay. So today's episode, number 18, is time management for homeschool moms. This topic was inspired uh, by Laura Vanderkam's book, What the Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast. And today's podcast is going to look at two of her topics. She talked about how to do a time makeover and then also some time management tips that she mentions that I thought would be really helpful for homeschool moms. So you know, I don't know if you've ever really analyzed your time. I was really impressed by her book, 168 Hours, which is also a time management book. But you know, most of us think of our time in the span of a week. And then if we have kids in school, we're thinking of it as, okay, we have five days of school and we have two days of weekend and we have more, we have daytime hours and then we have evening hours. We're thinking of it in really all the wrong way. And her book, 168 Hours, really helped me realize that out of the whole week, we have 168 hours and we have more time than we think. If you actually do a time blocking and you actually analyze where your time goes, most of us have a lot of wasted space in our schedules. So I really highly recommend you check out her book on um, that and the way she lays out and explains you know, our weeks because we think of our week as... Um, you know, the week Monday through Friday is so long. And so if I'm doing school all week with the kids, I only have the weekend to get my own stuff done. But she was explaining how Monday at, um, you know, 8 a.m. until Thursday evening is only half your week. From Thursday evening on through the whole weekend is a whole nother half of a week. So it's just a different way to think about time management. 
In the show notes, I'll also link to some other resources I have, uh, another podcast I've done on productivity, and you can find the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 18. So on page 162 of Laura Vanderkam's book, What the Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast, she talks about doing a time makeover. And I would say this is the first step that you do need to take when you want to be more productive, and find out you know, exactly where is your time going. It's kind of like a budget. Um, if you, you know, use your finances like at the end of the month, you just say, where in the world did the money go? I have no idea. Your money's controlling you, and you, you're just reacting. Instead, if you, at the beginning of the month, decide where each dollar is going and give it a job, you're not surprised. You know where it's going. You're being intentional with your money. Well, you have to approach your time in the same way because especially as homeschool moms, we can tend to be very reactive and, okay, we need to do this and, oh, this happened and now I'm reacting. Instead of being on top of our schedule and we are controlling our schedule, not letting the schedule control us. So if you're feeling super stressed out about your homeschooling schedule and how do you fit in your own hobbies or work or you know household chores, then probably you need to do a time makeover. So here are the steps that Laura suggests, and I think they're excellent for every homeschool mom to go through this process. So the first thing you need to do is log your time, because you might be surprised at what you're spending your time doing, unless you log it and become intentional about a recording. Okay, we spent two, day, two hours looking for this lost whatever, you know, or we spent an hour doing math that should have taken us 30 minutes. You know, I spent an hour making dinner, an hour cleaning up, an hour, you know, where are you using your time? And you will be surprised at certain categories that you probably thought were, um, you weren't putting much time in and you are like, for example, Facebook scrolling or Instagram or whatever. I mean, how many of us think, Oh, I only do that 10 minutes a day, but if you actually record it, you will be surprised. You might be doing it an hour a day or two hours a day. It's just the, the honest, cold, hard truth. And we need to know that before we can improve. So log your time. Once again, I mentioned that Laura you know, she brings to our attention that in a week we have 168 hours. Don't think of 24 hours times seven. Think of your whole week as one big 168 hour chunk. And now how are you going to spend it? How much time do you actually need to give to homeschooling? You'll be surprised that it doesn't take as much time as you think, especially as your kids get older and they don't need you to be one-on-one with them as much. When your kids are younger and they need a lot of intensive instruction, you don't need to spend six hours a day doing that. So when you take out how many hours a week you're homeschooling, you might be surprised to find that you still have a whole lot of week left over. So do the math. What surprises do you find? Um, Laura in her books have, has also mentioned that people are surprised because they think they don't get 40, you know, they don't get eight hours of sleep a night and they actually do. So like track your sleep. If you're feeling exhausted, maybe you're not getting enough and you have the time in there to make sure you get enough sleep. So find out where the surprises are. Are you spending an, a, a chaotic amount of time in the car chauffeuring kids around? Well, that's going to add to your also chaotic weekly schedule. So look for where the time is being spent. And now get real. And I have found that by doing this time makeover, I do have more time than I think. You know, if I want to binge on Netflix, 
that's fine. Give yourself permission. We all go through seasons where it's a hard season. We just need to take that time and that's just fine. But if you're doing that every night of the week, every week of the year, and yet you complain that you don't have time to, you know, do your hobbies or you don't have time to read or you don't have time to work out. Well, actually you do have the time. You're just choosing to spend it doing something else. So we all have more time than we think. And when you look at your whole week as 168 hours, you will be surprised that you can be productive. You can make your time work for you. There is this thing called planned neglect. And neglect sounds like a dirty word, but it's not. You can't say yes to everything or you will do nothing well. You have to decide what your priorities are in this season. If homeschooling is a priority, then you need to block that in your schedule first. If date nights with your husband are a priority, you need to block that into your schedule. What are your priorities? Put that in first, then see what kind of energy and time is left, and you can schedule in the other things. Remember, FOMO is a real thing, fear of missing out. And it's very strong in the homeschool community because all you have to do is look on Pinterest, Instagram, social media of any kind, and you see someone that seems to be doing it better than you. You see moms that seem to have it all together. They do a nature walk with their kids and they're doing the experiments and the art projects and they read aloud you know, three books a day and how in the world do their kids learn Latin and they're doing this. They're do- and you start to feel like, whoa, I am really failing. This is not good. Remember, FOMO is real. You do not have to be stuck in that. You can actually say, no, it's okay. I have my priorities. My family has priorities in this season, and we are sticking to them. So get real. Define your priorities. Why are you homeschooling? And put the blinders on. You don't need to be comparing yourself and your kids and your homeschool to everyone else. So the next step after you have logged your time, you've done the math, you're getting real with your priorities and what needs to fit in your schedule, now you need to make goals and you make a timeline, you break down the goals into steps. So basically in this season, if you're homeschooling, you know, your goal might be we're going to block off four hours a day to do the bulk of our homeschooling after, you know, maybe your schedule is, um, you know, 10 to 2. After two o'clock, the kids are on their own. They finish up their independent stuff and mom gets a chance to go work on her, whatever she needs to do, your hobby, your side business, whatever, you know, and then you, you chunk up your time. What are your goals? How are you going to get them accomplished? Fit them in your blocked time schedule. And you're going to be amazed at the pockets of time that you discover. When I came to the realization that in the evening, when my kids are in bed, my house is quiet, I can be so productive, and I can get stuff done. And because I homeschool, I don't have to wake up bright and early and get the kids on the bus, right? We can have a lazier morning schedule, but I can be productive at night. I realized that I had a whole lot of time. You know, I really had a part-time work schedule easily. You know, if I worked four hours every evening, um, say it was from 10 to 2 or 9 to 1, five days a week. That's 20 hours a week. I already have a part-time work schedule carved out that I can, that I can do my businesses or my hobbies or whatever I need to be doing. And it's amazing. If you look at your block time schedule, if you just analyze where the time is going, you will have more time than you think. So if my goal is to, you know, work on my Etsy business and I need to do certain things, I can block that in and say, I will do that after my kids are done school from two to four in the afternoon. I'm going to do that for two hours a day. 
all week. That's going to give me 10 hours to work on that business. I mean, that's an amazing use of time instead of scrolling Facebook or what have you. So break down, what are your goals? Break them down, fit them into that block schedule, and you will have a plan that will probably bring you success in those goals. So those are kind of the, the short form of how to do a time makeover. If you're interested in tons more detail, check out Laura Vanderkam's book, What the Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast, and this is on page 162. Now, the second thing I wanted to talk about are just some really practical time management tips that she also gives in the book, starting on page 165. And I found that these are great for homeschooling. Of course, they apply to people all across the board, but especially for homeschool moms, let's talk about some time management tips. The first tip she mentioned was to start small, just to build a habit and then scale up. Isn't this true? You know, if we start with all the things in our homeschool year, it's hard to make them all consistent. However, if you start with a small habit, like we are going to um, do one nature walk a week and you're consistent with that one little habit, then you can scale up, right? If you try to start your homeschool year off with all the subjects, the full throttle, you are all going to be burnt out by the end of the first week. However, if you start small, build the habits, start with the morning routine, start with the chores, how do we get our morning started? Okay, let's add math in, let's add this next subject. This is going to help you be consistent over time. The second thing she mentioned in time management tips is that the truth can be tough, but it sets us free. We already talked about this previously, but, you know, do you have time to watch TV? Then you also have time for, you know, fill in the blank, whatever we have all said we don't have time for. Well, no, the reality is we've chosen not to make the time for certain things. So let's stop saying, I don't have time for that. And let's just be honest and say, I did, I chose not to make the time for it. So we all have the same amount of time and it is more than we think. So we have to be true and tough with ourselves with the honest answer of how we're spending our time. Here's the third point she mentioned that I thought was awesome. She said, own less stuff because stuff consumes time, right? There's income required to buy it. Then you spend hours caring for it. Then you spend hours looking for it and you have to keep it clean and you have to keep it maintained. You know, when you start to declutter any area of your life, you find that it gives you back time and it's a crazy thing declutter your kitchen and you will find that you're probably more efficient. Declutter your homeschool situation and setup. You probably have too much stuff that you're just holding on to and it's making everyone feel a little crazy. So I'm a big proponent in getting rid of stuff. And I'll just put a plug in for my eBay reseller mini course for teens. If you have some teens that have too much stuff, but Maybe they're motivated by money. Get this course for them. Give it to them and say, here you go. This is going to help you declutter your stuff and sell it on eBay and make some money. I know my kids have always been motivated by the thought of making money selling their clutter. So one person's clutter is another person's treasure. Check out that course at 41more.com forward slash eBay. So owning less stuff is definitely a way to get back more time. Who would have thought? Here's another one that's perfect for homeschool moms. Lower your housekeeping standards. Yes, I can get on board with this. You know, I cannot keep... Keeping a house that's perfectly, perfectly uh, clean is... It just isn't my priority. I'm not excited about it. I have more important things on on my plate. Now, maybe you love cleaning and it's the way you 
decompress, then go for it. But honestly, as long as I have a minimum acceptable uh, cleanliness, I'm good. We, it doesn't get disgusting around here, but I just, I just am not around with a toothbrush mopping my floor. I just can't get into that. And that's okay. And maybe in this season of your life, you have to let go of your high, high housekeeping standards. So definitely consider that it will give you more time back in your week. Here's another idea for you. Match your most important task to your most productive time. I talked about this in a previous episode, and I'll link to this in the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 18. You know, all the experts say you got to get up at 5 a.m. and be productive before your kids get up. Well, I cannot get up at 5 a.m., and if I do, I'm not productive. Like, I need my sleep. So don't listen to the experts. Listen to how you are uniquely made. Maybe you are one of those that can get up at 5 and be super productive for three hours, Maybe you're like me and you need to use the evening hours. Maybe you fall right in the middle and in the afternoon your kids can take a nap or they can do stuff in their quiet reading in their room and you can have two hours in the afternoon to be productive. What is it? Look for how you are made and match your most important task to your most productive time. Here's another time management tip for homeschool moms. How about running fewer errands? I totally agree with this as well. And I've made a post about um, I don't go shopping and you shouldn't either. Now, of course, I go shopping, right? But being a little provocative there. But honestly, when I've started ordering my groceries online and just picking them up at the store, I do save a lot of time. And I also tend to keep my grocery budget because I'm not walking through the store looking at all the amazing things that catch my eye. I'm sticking to the list. So I will link to that post as well. How about measure what you want to change? This is kind of like doing your time makeover where you're going to log your time. If you want to make a change, you do have to be honest and measure it first, right? So you can't make a change in your time if you don't know where it's going right now. If you want to tighten your budget, you first need to measure, you know, what are you spending each month in these categories? Then you can arrange it how it will be beneficial. If you're losing weight, you definitely need to measure yourself first. You need to weigh yourself first so you have a goal and you know where your starting point is. If your goal is to read more books to the kids, then measure. If you know you're going to have to write it down every time you finish a book, you might be more motivated to take the time and sit down and read to the kids. If you're going to write it down, if you know you're going to have to write it down, then you will be more aware of it. Have you ever seen those trackers where people want to drink more water so they know they measure, they write it down every time they drink a glass of water? It's the same thing. Measure what you want to change. And then finally, time invested in training children to be independent is time well spent. I know as the parent, sometimes it can be very challenging because you think, well, I just might as well do it myself because it'll be done quicker and the quality will be much better. But if you take the time to invest in training your children you will eventually reap that time back. So set up routines and systems for home, for school, for chores, for housekeeping, and take time to teach these systems and routines to your kids. You will be amazed that it will reap benefits. When your kids become teenagers, they will know how to do their laundry. They will know how to cook a meal. They will know how to help around the house. And they will know how to be independent learners. And you will not need to be sitting on top of them, instructing them six hours a day. So you do get the time back and it is time well spent. There you have it. There are some tips 
for time management for homeschool moms, kind of inspired by Laura Vanderkam's book, What the Most Successful People Do Before Breakfast. So you can find show notes for today's episode at 41more.com forward slash 18. And as always, check out my eBay reseller mini course for teens at 41more.com forward slash eBay. Happy homeschooling. Happy homeschooling.